We made it more. Yeah, well, it told me that we were live streaming, and I said, okay. Meaning is now streaming live on custom live streaming service. All right. Well, we got I, it. Maybe. Okay, we rolling? We're good? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we are. We must be because yes. I'm now getting the on. Yes. thing starting on. Oh, wait a minute. I got like 12, 12 windows going at the same time. Hang on. Excellent. Okay. Okay. We're so, on, dude. We are on. Oh, my goodness. Hi, so, everybody. So, yeah. Hi. Welcome. Monday night. It is It is a uh, technological, um, I was going to say travesty, but no, travesty would be the wrong thing. We got this working. So miracle, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for, miracle. Right, right. Um, yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know, obviously, we're missing John. We're missing MJ. So things are a little different tonight. Uh, bringing in Brian Red because well, why not, right? What, yeah, well, if you can't get MJ and John, I'm sorry. You're going to have to just work with me. Well, there was the third or fourth guy that I reached out to, but you know, yeah, they said you really got no, to be desperate to reach out to me for this stuff. Yeah, but I'm here. It's all good. I'm here. No, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, so, so John, John's got some things going on, and and so just obviously, you know, everybody, if you do know what's going on, awesome. Uh, but if you don't know what's going on, we're not getting into it. Just sure. say, you know, thoughts, prayers, you know, with him and him and everything going on. So, um, but here's the thing. So, what? You've posted these videos recently. Okay. You know, like only like 4,000 in the past year and a half. Right? <laughs> but, right. but more specifically, so you, recently you got talking about stress. Yeah. And, you know, as, as I was thinking about this Monday night and, and what we were going to do, mm. just, just your title was, a not, was enough that made me go, ooh, this is a hot topic right now. So tonight, I want to talk a little bit about your scenario. For those of the people that haven't kind of filled in and, and watched your the two videos that you released regarding stress, right. um, but then I also kind of want to flesh it out. We'll talk about some other things regarding sure. stress. So let's start. Let's start with that first piece. So for those who have not caught your video, haven't watched it, give us give us the Reader's Digest version of of what happened and you know your two cents sure. on that. Well, it just seemed like that I was stressed out about every event to the point where it was kind of ruining the rest of my week. And as does Shaki, one of the perks of being a full-time DJ is that you've got some time with your family and you have some time to do other things, but I wasn't enjoying that time. I just found myself stressed. So I had to ask myself why. And it wasn't because I can't do the job. It wasn't because that I was in over my head or I accepted a job that was, you know, too much for me or something. But simply because I feel like I'm I'm empathetic and because I'm so empathetic, I'm I'm feeding off of whatever the client's mood is. If they're stressed, I'm stressed. If they're nervous, I'm nervous. If they're afraid, I'm afraid. And once I realized that's what I was doing, I, I just said to myself, Look, you know what you're doing. You've been doing this since you were a kid. This is really all you know how to do. So don't worry about it. Just their stress is their stress. Let it be their stress. Don't let it affect you, which was a process mentally to get your head around. But once I did, I was just a happier guy. And I, I haven't been stressing out like that this year. So you you mentioned the process, so let, let's spend a few moments on that. What are some things sure. that you did or worked towards 
to, to help yourself overcome that? Just the realization that I'm a competent DJ, you know, I, I'm, I'm not new at this. I'm not taking events that are, I'm in over my head about. I'm asking questions. I'm making sure that I'm the person for the job before I accept the job. So if I know how to do this, you know, then the stress isn't real. It's, it's not my stress. It's their stress. And I'm just like this stress chameleon, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say it, but I had to just con- you know tell myself over and over again, dude, it's going to be fine. It's always fine. You never do a job and it's catastrophic. It's always fine. You always work it out. And you don't know what the obstacles are going to be until you're there. So why worry about them until you're there? Just do your prep, do your due diligence before you step into the job and everything will be fine. It's just a matter of telling yourself that over and over again. Or for me, it was. I think you hit on it. Something something really important that I think too many of us don't appreciate, don't really think. is, And I, I want to say it's that aspect of not accepting that job that is over our heads, right? right? So, so when we, because a lot of times we get those phone calls and we're just like money, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh-huh. especially, especially when you're in that full-time situation where it's like, right. okay, I got to get this money coming in. Uh, it, it might be an off time of season. And you're like, I wasn't expecting that like that. Right. You know, I didn't budget for a Saturday in January because I typically <laughs> don't get anything for a Saturday. In right. January. So they want me to do this <clears throat> quinceañera and I've never done one before. I don't care. Let's do it. It's money. Um, I, I think that tends to be a, a downfall for a lot of DJs. And what I've often seen in, in a lot of the Facebook groups is not just that happened, but that happens and it's, you know, hey, I've got this event in five days. Or what do I worse. do? <laughs> I've got this event in two days. You know, yeah. tell me what to play. Right. Okay. And you know, so, it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, so, so in some aspects, the stress we're going to talk about tonight is, you know, some that is legitimate stress. And then I think there's stress that you put on yourself. And yeah. accepting an event that you haven't done before, especially if you're a growing DJ, I think that's okay if you're up front, mm-hmm. you do the research, mm-hmm. you do the preparing, and, and you get ready for it. Absolutely. Where I think you have, it's your own fault, and I just want to smack you upside the head when you, is when you're saying, I've got this event in two days, what should I play? What do I do? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you know, <sighs> if, this, if this was 20 years ago, You'd be SOL, right? You, you don't. You wouldn't have your friends to turn right. to on Facebook right. to ask. You know what? Can, what can I do? Um, Technology. Not to mention getting the music that fast, but right. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that. You know, I, I'm not against taking on a challenge, even if it's something that I don't really have a lot of experience with. I do quinceañeras. I don't speak Spanish, but I don't advertise myself as a quinceañera DJ. And when I talk to a potential client, I am very upfront with them. Say, understand this. I don't speak Spanish. And I know people who are amazing quinceañera DJs, but I can, I'm honest about my abilities. I know the music and I do. Absolutely. I know 
you know, the things that they do traditionally, if they're doing traditional things, I know those things, but I don't speak Spanish. And, and, and really I, I could probably find you somebody who's a better choice. Just so you understand where I'm at, we're good. So I'm honest about it. Mm-hmm. I don't come at every client I have and say, oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, I'm not that guy. There are people out there and that's how they sell. It's amazing. It's awesome. There have been people who put on trade shows who have said that. Tell you how amazing and awesome the trade shows are going to be. And you get there and there's five vendors and you've spent several thousand dollars to get there. And these vendors have spent a lot more than that to be there mm-hmm. because of this over-promise, under-deliver scenario. On the other hand, if you approach a situation where you say, yeah, you know what? I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go, but this I can do and this I can do. This, I'm going to do my best with. Just if you're cool with that, then I'm good. And as long as the customer expectations are met, then you can't lose, I don't think. Yeah. But if you over-promise your abilities and then you under-deliver on the product, of course, the customer is going to be upset. Of course, that's going to cause you stress because you've promised the world and delivered, I don't know, a, a small industrial town in Detroit that has a high unemployment rate. It's different, <laughs> you know? And and I think I think that's key. Like you don't want to you don't want to exude no confidence, right? Like I think there, right. I think there is that level where you've got to be a, you've got to be cautious of of downplaying yourself so much. But right. I, I do. So for example, two week two weekends ago, I did my first same sex marriage. Uh-huh. Um, it was it was an awesome opportunity with the two guys that reached out to me. They said, "Hey," he said, "You know, we're interested. You know, in your services. We've read the reviews online. Like we like what we've heard." And I said. I have no problem. I said, that's awesome. I said, just so you're aware, I've never done one. I have nothing against it. I've just never had that opportunity. Sure. And, uh, and they said, okay. They said, you know, we, we respect that. Like you were completely honest with us, but you know, we believe in, in our conversation, like I I met with, I met with one, we did all over the phone and I was just like grilling them about the same things they were grilling me. And and when it was (laughs) all said and done, they said, no, we think, we think you're the person for the job. And I said, awesome. I said, Let's let's go ahead. And sure. I said, you know, when I I said I look at myself as as inclusive, like in in my forms and everything I helps. But I said, if there's something that's not, I said, be honest with me. Let me know so I can improve, so I can grow. Sure. And and I said, please know that there's anything that that would quote unquote offend, right? You know, is not is not fitting up. They let me know, and they were fine with that. And you know what? That wedding was stress free. From yeah. that side, from that side, there were some other stresses, but that was also because like, I prefer to do a lot of stuff. We talk about homework. I prefer to do my homework two months in advance. We, before I finally was able to get them to lock into a meeting because the one is a flight attendant and the other one is working crazy hours. It was a right. week and a half before the wedding. Sure. Two months, we can have Dan's under some stress. <laughs> so I'll tell you something, uh, just while we're on the topic, not to no, no, you're fine. left, but. I've been doing the same sex ways and I gay weddings more. And I say gay because that's usually what the gentlemen who are getting married refer to them as uh, same sex as, you know, that could be either. I've done the uh, two women as well, but the dirty secret is it's a wedding. It's, it's nothing weird. It's just a wedding and it doesn't feel weird when you're there and everyone's happy and supportive and the music is the same. And mm-hmm. the only thing 
that I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine. I won't say who he was. The only thing that like a friend of mine had a hard time getting his head around the rhetoric that he uses for announcements. He always wants to talk about our bride and groom or Mr. and Mrs. And I'm like, why don't you just say our newlyweds or, you know, the, the newly married or just Bob and Steve. How about that? I mean, you don't have to give these titles on things. He's like, wow, I never thought of that. I tell you what I like about gay weddings specifically. And tell me if you felt this too. And if you didn't, maybe I'm going to point something out to you that you didn't realize. Men reason like men. It doesn't matter what your sexual preference is. Men think the same. Women are different. That's our bride. And she's usually a little more freaked out about things. Where men can reason like men. Hey, we were thinking about doing this thing like this. Hmm. Well, we could do that. But would you mind if I shared some ideas with you? Well, no, go right ahead. Well, how about this, this, and this? I think it worked better because of this, this, and this. Hmm, you know what? That's a great point. Like, what? You know what? You guys are awesome. I'm happy to be working with you because you <laughs> listen to reason. It is amazing. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. suggesting that women aren't reasonable. I'm just suggesting that brides tend to get a little more freaked out about things. Address all hate mail to Brian S. Red. Yes, please to me. Yeah. Bring it on. No, I, I I do agree. Like that was that was one of the things that they they applauded me for. Like when it was all said and done, they were like, you came prepared because mm -hmm. they were freaking out. And, and it just came down to, you know, kind of nervousness. They were from out of the area. Um, it was where we were, where they got married was about halfway between both families. And so okay. they wanted to try and make it as best as possible. Yeah, that so makes sense. They were nervous from the standpoint of, you know, doing everything from a distance. Uh -huh. And, and when it came down to it, yeah, it was like afterwards, they were just like, we were so worried. Like, and, and, and uh, Richard w was basically like, John was being your typical bride. He was worried about every little thing that we were going to have to do today. <laughs> and he said it was, it was fine. And so it was like, it was, it was fun just to kind of see that, but it did, it took that stress right out of the situation. Um, and, and it was really just, just comfortable uh, to be able to do that again, because as we said, the communication is, is going to be key. I'm doing a wedding for two gentlemen next weekend and they have been very easy to work with and, and, they want what they want. Like they have some definite wants, you know, like we got to have this, as long as they have this thing, whatever it is, they're going to be fine. Sometimes it's a lighting thing. Sometimes it's a style of cocktail music. So it's always something that they want. That's very specific, just like any other wedding. As long as you deliver that, they are happy. It, it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, just a breeze. <laughs> But yeah, no, no stress on those for me and no stress uh, for you anymore because you've done them. You're no longer a newbie. Yeah, You're that's professional. true. That's true. Yeah. Now I can, now I can, now when somebody asks me, I do a thousand of them. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, not, so, not all in one year anyway. Yeah. No, 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 definitely not. Um, the other piece that I wanted to talk about was, you know, the, the stress that we kind of put on ourselves, Right. And, and let me kind of clarify that. So I'm this sorry, time Robin, year, by the way, I'm sorry, Robin. No, I, I didn't, I wasn't picking on you. So, oh, that's my true. friend Robin that's true. in the chat. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. We love you, Robin. I, and by the way, we're, we're thankful that she's been safe. She came through everything with Ian last week. And so I expect nothing less from Robin. She's just not. No, she was going to take time. that. She was going to take that hurricane. The reason why I didn't like take out Florida is because Robin like stood in the way and said, no, you're not coming to my area. Mm-mm. Nope. Not here. Exactly. Travis was behind her. I, I can see it all now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I going with that? Oh, like this time of year. Again. So no, no, it's fine. Uh, so this time of the year is I mean, for, for around where I'm at, huge wedding, right? Fall seems to be bigger than summers yeah. ever were within right. my career. Me um, too. Me too. Okay, good. So I call myself the fall guy now. Okay. But I'm bummed. But no, really, I'm the fall guy. Okay. For wedding and, DJs. Yeah. And and that really seems and for a lot of people, I think that's the case. You know, unless you're in unless you're in kind of a weird climate area or completely reverse seasons. Everybody likes fall because you get the colors and right. you get the cooler temperatures and and you don't have to, you know, it's not a hundred degrees in, you know, a barn. Absolutely. Um, but I, I think one of the problems that I ran into, and, and maybe this is just me personally, but it seems like this year, this time of year, rather, I should say, is always the busiest also for my personal life. Gotcha. Well, you have younger so, kids yet. I do. I do. Yeah. So I've got a 13 and I've got a six-year-old. Yeah. 13 um, year olds involved in like sports and band and theater mm-hmm. and scouts. And it's just like, we're running everywhere. I remember those days. Um, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if it's more because of that, but it just feels like when it rains, it pours, mm-hmm. right? When, when I need to be planning for these events and I need to be able to put the, the finishing touches on these events are when I'm like, I've got five minutes. All right, let me grab my computer. Let me type something out. Right. And and I think that's why I like to have a lot of my meetings two months in advance. So, so that if I only get five minutes here or five minutes there, I can do so. What, do you run into some of the same type of things? I mean, I mean, being full time, it's probably a little different because you don't have the 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 day job, <laughs> you know, pulling pulling 40 hours from you. But right. I've done it. I mean, what you were doing I've been today, there before. But, yeah. Well, honeydew list. Yeah. So, yeah, I I understand where you're coming from on that, and and the way I can kind of relate to what you're talking about now, like in my life, of course, I could relate to it when the kids were little. You know, now I have young grandkids, and they're not my problem. But when the kids were little, I can relate to what you're talking about now. Think about this time of year. So. Tomorrow, it's going to be 76 degrees. Wow. I mean, that's really warm. Right now, it's 54. So tomorrow's going to be 76 degrees. That's my day to pull that 65 Mustang out of the garage and go for a drive. I don't know how many more nice days I'm going to have to do it. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. If I had this heavy wedding I had to worry about for this coming weekend, I might not feel like I can take the time to take advantage of that nice day. Does that make sense to you? Totally. So I'm equating what you're saying to this and it's not the same, but it kind of is. I mean, I can have family in town and things and I have to skip it because I'm busy in prep. Mm -hmm. I don't like doing that, but you know, I'm different than you in regards to the planning. I like to plan late and I'll tell you why. Okay. First reason I like, well, 
this is a reason I like to plan late, I guess. It's because I'm forgetful, as you know. I hit Dan up today and I said, are we doing something tonight? It seemed to recall. <laughs> it was like three days ago is when he asked me to do it. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I have found that clients change their mind 75 times. And if I let them plan an event two months in advance, it's going to change. It's just my life. They're going to change something. And I'm going to have to go back and redo my timeline, my Word document, download a different song, whatever the case might be. So if I make them wait until like week and a half out to really just nail everything down, they don't have time to rethink it. And it's fresh in my mind. So I'm only doing one wedding at a time. I'm focused on you this week. This is your week. So we're going to finalize your timeline. We're going to do all your music downloads. We're going to all this other stuff. And everyone else can wait because this is not their week. So that's how I think about that. And that's actually less stress for me. Again, because I've been doing this for a long time. If I was new, that might stress me out. And everybody has their own process. And I totally understand that. But yeah, last minute for me works. You know, I, I, I get where you're coming from. It's just a... A busy time of year. And for me, every day is precious with yard work, with, you know, anything. I and, and I've got several houses I'm dealing with. I have two daughters that live within walking distance of me, plus a mom 30 miles away. And they need my help sometimes. So it's not just my house. It's their houses, too. And there's only so many nice days left. We got to wrap things up. We got to winterize things and get them ready to go. And if I had all this other stuff I had to do, yeah, it would stress me out. So I get it. I totally so, get it. Legitimate. So I, I find it interesting, like when, with meeting, because <clears throat> this isn't exactly where I was going with this, but it, but you mentioned it. So I, I got to ask this question. We got to go. Yeah. half out. How much are they like knowing every detail at that point? The reason why I ask is a lot of times when I'm meeting with my couples, and maybe it's because I'm meeting two months in advance. We'll get down to like, I've gone through the meeting and, you know, we get to the first dance and like, we don't know. We got it narrowed down to two. Right. You know, well, the, the, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how Can I you do it. A list? You know? I'll tell you how I do it. I'll tell you exactly how I do it. I will meet with a client months in advance if I have that luxury, if they didn't book me three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, typically I will meet with someone or at least talk to them. I call it the preliminary meeting where we talk about how things could go. And they tell me what their vision is. I explain to them that I am not the boss. I'm only the coach. They're the athlete. You know, however, they decide to throw the balls up to them. I may advise they do it a certain way, but if they do it a different way, that's fine. We're still friends. I'm only going to throw suggestions out there to, you know, based on my experience to help make your event more successful. But whatever you want to do ultimately is fine. I suggest this, 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 and this. Now for your songs. Yeah, I need a song for this this and this so let's see if you can figure that out sometime before your event we'll be talking a, a week or so before this happens so they already have the seed planted in their head and they've done all of this whatever they do with excel spreadsheets and things so when i talk to them they're ready to go hey we like your suggestion about this and this we want to try this okay let's do that we want to do this too okay we can try this but if we change this i think it would be more efficient i think it would just get you to dancing quicker without rushing things. I like that idea. It works. So I'm not coming in them to them cold the week out. Don't misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. We've talked, but we finalize things the week of. If gotcha. that makes sense. 
Oh, totally. Totally. It, hel- it helps me and it helps them too. They have plenty of time to process this. And if we get to the point where it comes time to plan this thing and they say something like, well, we don't really know what we want for our grand entrance song. We've talked about it and we're on the table or we're, we're, we're on the fence about it. I'll say something like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I tell you what we'll do when I'm lining you guys up. Let's take a vote from the wedding party and see if they want what they want to hear. And I probably have it. And we'll just play it. And like, oh, love it. It's it's what they want. It's not what we decide they should want via our mm-hmm. forms that we send to them. It's what they want. It's their event. And every event is custom, in my opinion. So, you know, it doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. The only thing I'd like to have for you is like a first dance song. Uh, I'd like to know what that would you'd like to have for that if there's something in particular. Yeah, I'd like an idea. Making that yeah. song for them. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Although it's been done before. But really? Before, yes. Back in the old days, in the 80s, some people just didn't put anything down. So we played a song called uh, When We Get Married. I can't remember who did it. It was like, I'll have to look it up. It was somebody Pierce. Roy, oh, Roy Price, maybe? When We Get Married. That was the default the dream, song. I, I just say, when I pulled that up, it said the Dream Lovers. Maybe that's what it is. And then the, the default song for the father-daughter was Daddy's Little Girl. That might have been Ray Price. Okay. And there was no such thing as a mother-son dance. And then for the wedding party dance, the default song was That's What Friends Are For, Dionne Warwick, Elton John, and everybody else. Of course. For real. I am not even kidding. So, yeah, it's different now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. That was back in the old days. I mean, if you had an opinion on it, that was fine. But if you didn't, we just played those songs by default. And I think in some aspects, kind of very similar to, you know, it wouldn't feel out of place. You run into that same situation right now. You play Tim McGraw, My Little Girl, or you play Heartland, I Love Your First for the father-daughter. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You play Ed Sheeran, Perfect. And everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah sure. You know, nobody would nobody would throw a red flag and go, really? You picked no. that one? Yeah. Yeah. So old, old day stuff. Yeah. All right. So our next area of, of stress that mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of, to throw out or, or I should say source of stress, maybe be a okay. way to look at it. Sure. Would be the other, the other vendors, the other, the other professionals that we're working with that day, right? Mm-hmm. You've got everything from your venue, your photographer, potentially cater if they're different from the venue, um, all kind of throwing things at you. <laughs> Usually the day of um, yeah. what, first off, do you have any, do you have any, tricks for lack of better terms of, of dealing with those other with those other vendors i have found that they're usually pretty cool once in a while you run into a photographer that just screws your life up because they're holding people outside long too long for pictures and it's time to eat what are you going to do larry graham there you go when we get married larry graham thank you somebody uh robin put that in the chat it was larry it was larry graham when we get married that's what it was you know, I had a situation last weekend where it was actually the people in the hall. And it was a barn venue. I just did a video on that. I up, it, It's ready to go live. I just haven't put it live yet. Sometimes, I don't know if you have barn venues. Well, you have to have barn venues where you're at. All the time. I found that the, the barn venues are usually independently owned and operated by somebody. 
not necessarily from the hospitality industry sometimes. Usually, yeah. And and it, it feels like it's a homestead a lot of the times, you know, where like they live there too. So you're like in their home almost at the barn, the family barn that's been in the family for 150 years. But great, 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 great granddaughter does not want to raise cows and corn. She wants to have weddings just because she wants to have weddings. It's like deciding to be a DJ. You just do it. You don't have to go to school for anything, right? Right. Oh, right. I've got, so, got this building here. I'm going to let people do something inside of it. Wedding venue. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's a handyman. We'll make it happen. So the the people who do these sometimes tend to like to micromanage other vendors. And it's odd too, because they don't really do anything when you think about it. Sometimes they don't even have bartenders. They bring in bar service. They don't cater. They don't do photography. They don't do floral. They drive golf carts around. You know, between the barn and the very inconvenient parking. And they give you lists of things to not do when you are at their venue. This is a real list. It is very fine print. I was to read this before I loaded in. I had to go get my glasses to do it because it's, oh my gosh. It's like reading a a prescription bottle. It's worse than the ads about medication where they put the disclaimers on the bottom of the screen, it's worse than that. Look how small this print is. Well, you can't. It's anyway, it's small. Yeah. So she was kind of screwing with our program. I remember uh, early in the evening, the caterer came up to me and said, Hey, I'm the caterer. I'm like, Oh, hey, nice to meet you. I said, Food at six, right? He says, Yeah. I said, I'll everyone's seated at six o'clock for you. I said, oh, that is amazing. Thank you so much. No one does that. I'm like, Hey, I do it. Don't worry about it. It's um, what I do. So I will have everyone seated at six and ready to go. If you need some time, you let me know and I'll buy you some time. Oh, that's great. So we were all set to go. Photographer knew it. Everybody knew it. Then all of a sudden the banquet manager wanted to get involved. Uh, it sounds like you have something a little different than I have. I'm like, okay, who cares? Because you're not doing anything. You're not serving. You're not announcing anybody. You're not getting anybody together. You're doing absolutely nothing. So who cares? Instead of me saying that, I say, okay, what do you got? All right. Well, this is why I did it this way. Oh, you still want it that way. I tell you what, you let the client know that's what you want and I will change it. I have to go do something else right now. You know, (laughs) do I stress about it? No, not really, because I've established myself as somebody that the client trusts who has more experience than this person who owns this barn does. I've got kids older than this person. And I've been DJing longer than I've been a dad. So eh, I'm not worried about it. It doesn't stress me out. It's annoying, but it's not a point of stress for me. I I do run into things like that. I'll have, you ever had a surprise wedding planner? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You show, you, you do all this stuff with your client. You're talking to me. You have meetings with them. Oh, you're great. We're going to have so much fun. You get there. Hi, I'm the wedding coordinator. It's like, and you coordinated with whom? Because I've never met you before. Who did you coordinate with? I'm curious. And they have an agenda. And you kind of have to have an arm wrestling match with them because, you know, they have over seven years experience. You should listen to what they have to say. Again, who's the client trust ultimately? And it was that one wedding seven years ago. That was it. Sometimes it feels like yes. So, but I don't stress about those things. And those are things you can't foresee anyway. They happen. And and when they happen, you handle it. 
at the end of the day, you've done your job, you get paid, they say thank you. That's been my experience anyway, and you're done. I, I don't know. That that's just where I'm at. And to me, it's not a point of stress. It's just part of the job, if that makes sense to you. That's just the kind of things that we have to deal with. But I, I, I don't the find them that, stressful. I think some of the times that I found stress from the vendors, I, I've never run into a banquet manager or or a, a venue owner that's done stuff like that. A lot of times the ones that the ones that I have, they're very much just like you rented my place outside of the stipulation of maybe about sound or like, listen, we've got to make sure we're done by this point so that we don't get in trouble with the neighbors. Like, like they're good. Like they're, they're just kind of like, okay, you know, and they let everybody do their thing inside. That's cool. Um, yes. And, and so I'm very thankful I'm not running into your situation. Yeah. And but, I, I can tell you, I've never done the same barn venue twice and I've done a lot of them. Okay. So we have a lot of them. They all do things kind of the same way. And maybe mm -hmm. that says something about me as a DJ. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm not welcome back at some of these other places. I oh, know. from that standpoint, I I was just, yeah. I wasn't thinking of that. <laughs> now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I found though, what causes me stress a lot of times from the other vendors is because they screw up in some way. Mm -hmm. And not that it's my responsibility to pick up the pieces, but maybe the, the type of person I am, like I want to try and pick up the pieces and get this corrected and back on course as, sure. as quickly as possible. Sure. Whether it's, you know, for example, you mentioned the photographer who keeps people outside too long. Well, uh -huh. what I always find interesting is the ones that we got to go for sunset pictures. We got to go now. And it was like, yeah, oh, magic well, you hour. originally told me it was going to be this point, but okay, that's fine. How long are you going to be gone? Oh, 10 minutes max, 30 minutes goes by. Right. We filled with something, but we're still trying to, we can't move on until we do this event with them and your 10 minutes turned into 30. <laughs> um, that's the happens. kind of stuff that tends to stress me out because Understood. Yeah. I want it to happen. I want things yeah. to, I think want things to be able to move on and I can't because I'm stuck waiting. Right. Um, or, or, and this is, and I try not to take this one on very similar to very similar situation that led to this conversation tonight. Mm. You know, the, the, I've had, I've had a couple caterers that have completely screwed up and we're not talking like, oh, you know, they're supposed to have iced tea and they had lemonade. We're talking like they were supposed to have lasagna and they brought pulled pork, like no. <laughs> drastically different. Right. <laughs> right. And, and the problem is, you know, the, the couple in this one particular one I'm thinking of, and, and there's, I, you know, there's others, maybe not as drastic, but like, she's upset and, and he's, you know, ticked as well that, you know, this is the way it was going to be. And, and this is not what happened. And I think it was also maybe more how it was handled, mm -hmm. but as a result, now they're in a bad mood early in the evening. And now I've got to try and I feel almost up my game even more. Like you have to be extra sunshiny or something. Yeah. Exactly. I've got to be <laughs> over the top and I've right. got to make sure that everything I do is not, everything I do is, is to bring them out of this mood as quickly as possible and not, and not do anything that could be to a normal person in a normal situation. They wouldn't think twice of it, but because they're already on alert. Right. I've got to make sure that that doesn't happen. Like I got to make sure nothing gets missed. Sure. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. They're already on alert and <sighs> I don't want it to, to add to the situation. 
Totally get it. Totally that's, get it. That's something that I just, and I don't know of a way to avoid it or to alleviate it or to prevent it because the start of it is nothing I have hands on. Right. Nothing I can. It's out of do. your control. Exactly. And, and so, you know, looking for, looking for that, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, I guess, I, I don't know what there is other than just to kind of, as you said in the very beginning, like, I know my job. I know I can do this. right and focusing more on that and not allowing myself to get bogged in. The, they, they say the truth hurts, but I think the truth heals, you know, and, and the truth of the matter is when things get screwed up in an event, I mean, if you, the DJ haven't personally screwed them up, if catering screwed up, if the, you know, the, the bar staff screwed up, the hall screwed up and the client is not happy about it. And you go to the client with something and they say, ah, they messed this up. They messed that up. Do you think anyone else notices? So like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you and I know it's messed up, but do you think they know it's messed up? Probably not. It's like, well, then it's fine. They're not even going to know the difference. They're not even going to know there's a problem. So let's just do this. And they won't know the difference. Like never thought of it that way. Almost have to become the crisis counselor at that point, you know, and I was never certified crisis counselor, but I sure feel like one. I think I could probably do that job. But that's almost what you, I don't bring it up to them. Hey, I know this is screwed up, but it's going to be fine. If they bring it up to me, the, oh, you know, oh, that's okay. We can work around that. Don't worry about it. Nobody knows the difference. Just you and me know, but nobody else knows. People don't think straight on their wedding day. Of course they don't. I've never been married, but I wouldn't be thinking straight on my wedding day with all my family there and all her family there and everybody we know. Nope. I wouldn't be on my best. but. If we're on our best and we're calm and we're not stressed, we can think straight and we can come up with solutions. Yeah. And I think, I think just you, you hit, you hit the nail on the head being that, being that resource that's available, you know, if, if need be is, yeah. is definitely something that can help and, and not adding to that stress by being stressed. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like they're the, cater stresses because of whatever happens, right? Okay. Something sure. happens with the cater, they're stressed. And either that causes the couple to be stressed or that, or what it is does add, you know, does create stress for the, for the couple. Yeah, of course. If you get stressed more, it's just like, let's just cut, keep building this pile of, of, you know, yeah. Well, you You know, know, as a parent, yeah, as a parent, it doesn't matter how old the kids are. I mean, you said you got what, six and 14 or something like that, or maybe, okay. It doesn't matter how old they are. You're always the parent. and. You're the one they come to with things and you have to come up with some really neat solutions on the fly. Sometimes it's no different with these clients and, and it's not because you're better than them. It's not because you're in charge. It's because you have more experience than they do with the situation or with these situations. Cause we've been doing it longer. This is their first wedding, probably maybe second. I don't know. Yeah, they're new at this, relatively new. We're not. So we know more. <laughs> just like when we're talking to our kids, we know more. It's not that we're really couples. smart. It's just that we've been there. So <laughs> I love when just... the couples will then turn to us and, and, and I'm sure you've had this before. Like, <laughs> like the, the joke that they often will say sometimes is, I don't know. I've never been married before. Right. Like, like, and they say that like it's the first time I've ever heard that. 
And yeah. and I my my response is what? You mean you haven't been married twenty times already? Right. And the, and that oh, that's like unusual. Laughing and no, so. it's unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Five years. Don't say that ever. No. 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 <laughs> I don't know if that would go over that great. But. Probably not. Yeah, Rob, Rob in the chat, I, I agree. Um, his quick post was, uh, drives me batty when I hear a venue owner say, we do it this way typically, um, and then that may be fine, but there's always more than one way to do something well. Um, you know, and, and we hear this a lot of times. You always hear, I, I should, or, you know, read, you could do it, you know, every hour, I'm sure somebody complaining about a room set up at some venue, you know, and, the, and it's, well, we always do it this way. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think I also think in some ways, you know, some of the stress that we create, either for ourselves or, or for the situation, comes from from, for lack of better terms, not playing ball when you have that. We typically do it this way. Yeah, I mean, I, I can work to with go people. in and just bend over and and let you know go wherever they tell you. But in the same respect, like you know, listen, I'd like to be able to do this. Mm. I think this would work well here. Yeah, and if they say no, this okay. is the way we do it. Okay. Then learn to compensate for that night, and then make the decision afterwards whether this is a place you'll ever come back, or well, whether then, yeah, yeah. Going back to what I said earlier in the show, I will tell my clients in the preliminary meeting, I'm going to make some suggestions. I've got some ideas, but I'm going to listen, and and I may make a suggestion, a change, or something different from what you're going to present to me, but just understand something. I'm not the boss. You're the boss. I'm the coach or the athlete. What you do is up to you. I feel like it would work best this way, but if you want to do it another way, that's fine too. We're still friends. And I'm that way with my clients for sure. Uh, I'm not quite as gracious with banquets. Because again, why are you involved with this? Yeah. You know, no, let me do this. You go unclog toilets or something because that's what you do. I do this. So let me do this. But I'm not going to start a fight. So if I have to, like I did last night, fine. We'll make some changes. But do me a favor. You notice I've got this real big font on my page. You know why? Because I've had a stroke and I have vision problems. So you're going to have to write the changes very large for me. And you got to write exactly what I say, or I won't understand it because I can't write. You're going to have to do this. Is that what you want to do? Well, I don't know. Maybe we can just keep this the same. Okay. How about we do that? How about we just keep that the same? I'm sure they never want to see me again at the facility I did on Saturday because I wasn't a yes man for them. But the client was very happy. That, and, and, that's, and ideally that's what it comes down to right yeah. you know there's a, there's enough there's i would assume there's enough venues in your area that you could never work at that place again and still be perfectly okay sure um, the, there's one venue in particular that um kind of very similar like i i asked for a change and they accommodated me for two weddings on this change it was a location like this is a place that puts the dj up in a loft and the right. only way to get up there is a spiral staircase. Yes, exactly. And nice. I had no problem being on the floor. I don't take up a large amount of space. Like this is before I had my rolling booth, but I even have a small booth if I don't have that option. 
Right. And I said, and it, it used to say it was the power. I said, fine, I'll run, I'll, I'll run an extension cord up to it's sure. a black extension cord. It's not going to stand out. I'll right. And then up to the top and we won't have to worry about power. And uh, I right and left, I'm always getting like different, like, you know, well, da, 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 and I'm like, and so finally it's, it's come down to this. That is a place that after the second time of being on the floor, as opposed to the loft, I have not been back. You yeah, just gotta know what to say while, no. Yeah. Right. I don't think I'm blacklisted. I don't think it's quite to that effect because every once in a while I still get a, an inquiry for the place. Right. But I, I'm very upfront with the couples. I'm like, listen, I said the last I knew she wasn't allowing people on the floor. So if you can if you can find that out, so I'll be more than happy to talk with you more. I said, but I'm not going up that loft. And I said, I don't think anybody else should. Like it's just not, it's crazy. What I think the key is with anything like that you've heard the phrase it's not what you say it's how you say it mm -hmm. so sometimes when you're like this weekend i was busy i was running around trying to do setups and things and then they kept flagging me down the the, the facility kept flagging me down for things that should have been in their business and was burning my time you know i i, I wasn't at my best, I wasn't as tactful as I normally would be if you'd approached me and I was at a rested position. But typically, ultimately, if you want people to change their minds about things or you want to try to convince them to try something different, it doesn't matter what the situation is. The last thing you want to do is tell them that their idea is stupid. So I, I think the best way to do that with a client or with a hall or with another vendor, if you approach it tactfully, they're going to be more willing to see things your way. You got to hear them out. Maybe they have a wonderful idea, something you never thought of, and it's going to fix things. Like they're a step ahead of you. Like how mm -hmm. do we don't know everything? You know, we can learn too. But if it's an obvious, what the heck? Hey, you know what? I see what you're doing here, and yeah, we we could do that. We we could do that. But I don't know. Can I just throw this out there? Just just think of it. What if we tried it like this? How would that be? So if you're non-confrontational about it and they're not on guard, because you can put people on guard sometimes just by the way you talk to them. If you keep them in, in a place where they're open to ideas and, and they're not just automatically on the defensive, you know, like like talking politics, maybe you'll get somewhere with these people. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. But it's worth a shot. The diplomacy is always worth a shot in that regard, I think. Definitely. Definitely. It helps. Relieve stress. It so it's relevant but, to the show. Yeah. It was. No, absolutely. But I just looked at the time. And I don't want to I don't want to stress Howie out. Oh, Howie's fine. I know, I know. I'm teasing. Howie's fine. Um, but no, I, I we do need to we do need to start wrapping up wrapping it up. So cool. Um, We're always late. You know, we always record late anyway. Really? Oh yeah. Jay's five minutes late. I gotta, you know go get a coffee something we don't care it doesn't matter when we record it that's true because it's recorded because it's recorded this is different we got to be on at eight and we try nine. to be on at nine for our viewers but anybody in here there are people in here who you know watch our shows be it a monday night or a tuesday night show they know that we're not always dead on <laughs> we we run late sometimes and you're not stressed yeah. about it. See, see how awesome no. it is? No, after you've done it, you know, several times. But 
Yeah. But no, I, I really appreciate uh, you having me on tonight, Dan. Absolutely. Thinking about me. If you need me next week, let me know. We'll do. Come we'll back. do. I want to. I want to try and figure out the topic first. Um, so, so for those of you that don't know, John won't be here next week, and MJ is not going to be either. Um, so, I'm, I'm looking for a new potential topic. And, and who knows? Maybe your video that you're going to release from this weekend will, will spark something else, and I'll be like, "Oh, Brian's the perfect one for this." You know, um, oh, I had a brain fart. Don't worry about it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. And, uh, I, I was going to say something, but it just escaped me. Well, if you think so, of it, you let me know. I will let you know. But, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I remember go. exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I enjoy pop topics. And John will tell you this, too. Howie will tell you this. They'll all tell you this. I like walking into a situation not knowing what the topic will be. It's fun. So if you can't figure out the topic until the last hour, keep it to yourself. I'll just go with it. Okay. There we go. Never we stress go. there. Now, now Never I, now stress, about, stress that. about coming up with a topic either. Never stress about that. Or if you want to change the topic on me, that's fine too. I'm flexible. So that's all. We can just like sit out in the boardwalk and, and record with a phone and a microphone and talk about anything, right? We've done that. Lin Linux City. We've yeah, totally we done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for, for taking time to tune in with Brian and I tonight. I think it was a, a very interesting conversation. We talked about a lot of different stressors and, and ideally, you know, a lot of the stress that we have, a lot of the things that we talked about just comes down to how you take it in is what's going to cause that stress or not. And, and so I think ideally that's what's going to be the key if you find that you're stressed of trying to get past it, both for your events and for your own self personally. So um, I, I'd be honest with you, I don't know the shows that are coming up like the later this week. Obviously, it was hanging with Howie tonight. Yes. Um, tomorrow night, I assume you guys are doing, you, Howie, and Jay are doing your show. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. going to be there. I'll be there. Right, so so make sure you're checking that out. Um, DJNTV.com forward slash chill. That is how you get into the chill room for Howie. Um, and then just be Same looking for those tomorrow. videos to roll out after after they're recorded. John finds a time to clean them all up or whatever he does to it. I don't know. And then whatever he posts them. I, I don't know. I, we just do this and John and I his just team do what I'm told. And exactly. Exactly. Usually I remember. Um, <laughs> but thank you very much. Be looking out for what's coming up next. Have yourself a wonderful evening and we'll see you next time.